Hey everybody, this is Pro Wrestling Times Podcast. Um, my name is Dylan, I'm your host. This is episode 25, and the only sports person I could think of is uh, Richard Sherman. So uh, shout out to that one time where he cut like a WWE promo to Aaron <laughs> Andrews before he annihilated my Broncos. Trying me with a sorry receiver light, or a, <laughs> a, sorry, a sorry receiver like Crabtree. Yeah. yeah, that's the result you're going to get. <laughs> but... Um, Happy belated birthday to Josh Roman. Love you, buddy. Yay! Yeah, broski. Happy early birthday to my guest right now, John Ugaldi. Yay! <laughs> and I forgot when your birthday is, Travis. May. May. Yeah, we, got some time. we got some time. Mad right. early birthday. For <laughs> oh, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. Birthday theme here. But we're doing our first uh, AEW uh, post pay-per-view, and I feel like uh kind of ended with a dud. <laughs> well, it was a good show, but the little finish ended with the dead. Oh, it's kind of crazy how a finish can taint an otherwise good match. Like oh. I'm thinking about that match, and all I can think of is that dumbass finish. And that sucks. <laughs> I, I thought it was something like Brock and Big Show, where the ring would like oh yeah cave they, in they, or they something, or, yeah. or something. Even if it just shifted and the fucking ref sold it, I would have been totally okay with that. I thought no. he would. I thought Callus was gonna come out with like a swerve that he was being sarcastic about the whole thing, like you know the ring implosion, like like the Joker when you pull a gun on someone and the little the flag oh, comes out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like I thought that was gonna be the finish after seeing that pyro, and then hearing the fans booing and seeing Kingston selling it like that. Shout yeah. out to him, though, man. He's just still stuck with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I do love Eddie Kingston, but man, that was a rough a rough spot to be in. In an otherwise good match, though, those guys beat the hell out of each other. It was mad bloody. Yes. I got worried about people's eyes with um, the barbed wire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was quite the main event. I really liked seeing uh, the visual of Moxley in the, tur- in the corner. After he just got uh, put through the board with the barbed wire and just the crimson mask that he's wearing on top of, you can just see it. It's like fucking Hellraiser on his back. Just it, that barbed wire is hooked. And seeing him try to struggle out of that, that was a good visual. Yeah, I like that. That was a really good shot. Uh, Poor Renee Paquette. She's pregnant too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's freaking out back there. She's back there. So she's going ballistic. And no. (laughs) <laughs> not good <clears throat> but yeah um i thought this whole show was good i was here for even the buy-in um uh travis what do you know about maki ito uh oh the queen of shit and piss yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um i'm familiar she um replaced a uh, reba in that tag match with a uh, rebel baker. Brit, Brit baker okay Oh, Rebel, not Reba. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can't. I, honestly, here's how I think that this is going to go down. I think they're going to fucking piss her off to the point. Because she scratched it out on the logo when she promoted the match this morning. And that was the first thing I caught. I was like, oh, hell no, they didn't do that. And uh, if if anything, they'll just keep running with it. And Brit's just... Reba, 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 and I think it's gonna get Re- to a point. Rebel's gonna fucking snap. pull up and snap on her. Yeah, so. <clears throat> she's gonna be on what dark or elevation. Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be on dynamite. Nah. Let's be real here. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Unfortunately, not because that's some better story progression. <laughs> yeah. than recent recent history. <laughs> that's another yeah. thing I was gonna add to that uh, joke too. But um, they beat Thunder Rosa and Riho. 
Um, what started the show was the tag title match with the Young Bucks beating MJF and Jericho. I hate this mishmashing of um, songs when they blend their theme. The only good one I think there is was when Chris Jericho and the Big Show were a tag team. Oh, Jericho? I thought that one was actually pretty good. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, no. Um, the mismatch, I don't like it. I've never been a fan of it. and just takes away. I think they should just give them single entrances. They do on the other show, Tag Team Champs. They do that, so why not? Do it to this show. We don't just give them that. I mean, what's it going to cost them? A couple extra minutes? Yeah. So. I thought they were going to do a segment where I even thought like Sammy Guevara was going to show up, but that didn't happen. But yeah, I thought they were going to do Guevara. something to where MJF just hostile takeover of the inner circle, but that's probably going to happen on Wednesday with their, what's it called? War Council? Council? War Council, yeah. War Council, yeah. <clears throat> we'll see how well that goes. But here's the one where it's going to actually do some podcast host work. Uh, the Casino Tag Team Royale, who's going to face the Young Bucks, is Pac and Ray Phoenix yeah. of Death Triangle. And that match is going to be a banger. Yes, yeah. it will. Oh, man. Let's see. <clears throat> they beat Natural Nightmares, Dark Order, Proud and Powerful, Matt and Mike Seidel, Dark Order again. Well, let's see. Alan Angels, 5 and 10, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, Gun Club, Pretty... Jeez. Pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi, the Varsity Blondes, Bear Country, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, Butcher and Blade, Private Party, SCU, and Dark Orders, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Wow. So basically ran through their entire tag team division. Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's dominance. Dark Order had like three different shots and didn't win. Yeah. That's kind of sucked. It's totally different. <laughs> but um, Pac and Ray were the team I was going for. As much as I'd want to see them do their own thing singles-wise, they're pretty fun as a tag team, too. Yeah. I think I was going for, um, I know, kind of crazy, but Bear Country kind of has gotten my attention on Dark, and I really like where they're going. I know they're competing with, you know, WWE's country bear version <laughs> i'll just say country bear and the bear country yeah <laughs> the country bears over there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh no i like i actually like that team man it's it's uh it's entertaining and no offense to Pac and, and felix um but seriously yeah it it was a good match all the way through just like one after the other, one tag team after the other. What was it, 90-second intervals? Yeah, but then they kind of cut it down to like a minute and 15. Did they? But, yeah. Somebody had to go home, catch a light. That's kind of right. Well, <laughs> <least now. laughs> I was going to say for like that, another like storyline for Dark was um, QT Marshall turned on um, Dustin yeah. Rhodes. He like eliminated himself, and I was like, oh, that's so riveting. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm know, joking. I'm being facetious here. No, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, I was kind of surprised they pulled the trigger on that, but it's the leading up to double or nothing. So, I mean, that's when they started their friendship. So, might as well. The crazy thing is, actually, I'm more excited for Pac in his tag team run than I ever was with him and the other company with mm -hmm. his cruiserweight title. Like, I think he has a bigger push here and a bigger opportunity to make a wave than. Mm -hmm. Than yeah. he ever has in his career. They'll let him do more because, like, look what Ricochet's doing right now. They're just wasting prime years. Ricochet's oh, not going to be able to do the six thirty forever. Right. Well, yeah, so true. That's well, two front flips, <laughs> right? 
Well, and at this, uh, not to derail, but is Ricochet ever going to be a, a world champion? <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. What a waste. Yeah. Really. Really a waste. Yeah. But, no, I still think that tag team match, um, I thought it was going to be this Wednesday, but it's probably for a, a later Dynamite. But Pack and Ray Phoenix against the Young Bucks. Sign me up. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah. for that. After that, we had uh, Hikaru Shida successfully defending the AEW women's title against Ryo Mizunami. Uh, I honestly was hoping this was going to be Britt Baker's spot. So I, my interest wasn't that high in this match. Because yeah. I thought it was just... Uh, the storyline was like perfect for Britt Baker to win this, much like how it was for Kenny to win that world title eliminator tournament for the men's mm-hmm. to go all the way and then finally win the title. So I don't really have any thoughts. <laughs> I mean, I like Sheeta, but yeah, yeah, it, it was there. John tried to say something nice about this. Um, I mean, Sheeta's gone a long way with the title. I'm surprised actually they didn't pull the trigger. Uh, she is winning hearts of everybody, so they want her to walk into double or nothing. So I wonder when they're gonna get Josh's girl Tessa. <laughs> So I mean, see. haven't they had their chance for a while now? For quite Since a while. Since, like, last January. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't seem like she's uh, she's really garnered many offers. <laughs> no, no. All right, from there we had uh, Miro, don't call me Rusev, and Kim <laughs> Sabian beating uh, Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Um, like I told you guys before, I was watching the uh, Revolution pay-per-view from last year. Orange Cassidy and Pac had an awesome match, much like the Bucks and um, Kenny and Hangman. Mm-hmm. But, um, I thought it was a good spot for Miro. I just can't get into Kip Sabian. But he does bring Penelope forward, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like looking at her. <laughs> I like I like Kip. I really like what he has to bring to the ring, and I like his new outfit. I was really hyped about that. Poor Chuck, though. I mean, dude. He busted open. His his arm was all just thrashed, and ref had to throw on the gloves already. Then he had a gash in his eye, and he was bleeding from other parts. But yeah, because there was like a pre match attack. Yep. Yeah, and he really took those uh, hard way, and so he was really cut open. Um, pretty pretty cool to see Orange finally come into the match after the beatdown, and Miro just not selling whatsoever for orange and just demolishing him blind tags after blind tags and still couldn't get him down so i like where they're going with him i like the push he's getting and hopefully they keep that train going um for the fact that he made chuck tap and just took his time and then inched right into it and cinched on it oh yeah with the um what's it called the camel clutch camel clutch yeah i mean it's 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 refreshing to see such a simple move be sold on a finisher like that. And for me to see something like that, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that all day. I, I liked it. I like where they're going with him. All right. After that, we had a big money match. Matt Hardy losing to Hangman Adam Page. There's a lot of gimmicks about people being rich now. We had like Cameron Grimes. <laughs> now... Um, Hangman Page gets all of Matt Hardy's money. I think we all know it's going to go straight to beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Was he the millennial cowboy? The yeah, that's why I look cowboy. <laughs> that's why I look forward to like every dynamite whenever Hangman comes out, like his little graphic, what it says on the top or whatever. Yeah. When it first started, it said he has been drinking. <laughs> I can <like>, relate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or what was that other one too? There was one. It made me laugh so bad on Twitter. It was like um accompanied by crippling emotional baggage. Oh. <laughs> It's like those Matt facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <you know>? exactly. <laughs> Matt doesn't like tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hopefully, this like leads to like a breakdown for him, and he ends up going back to broken or even something new. You know, this match. If anyone can do it, it's Matt Hardy. It, yeah, it's like, really. It's yeah, like Jericho. And he had a run in too with uh, one of the Party Boys, right? They came in. Yeah, Private Party, and then um, what's his name? I think Jack Evans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still didn't didn't seal the deal. So, but then Dark Order came in and caught uh, Page, you know, from hitting the ground, and then threw him back in, and then the whole Dark Order celebrated with him at the end. So that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool match. Yeah, I could already envision it like months down the road. Hangman heats up. He's eventually going to get a shot at Omega and the um, world title. Omega has what good brothers, probably the Bucks and the mm. other elite dudes, but Hangman has a Dark Order, so it kind of evens out. So then yeah. that when when Hangman finally wins, the odds are even, and he wins the title. Man, I hope so. Yeah, I'd love that. I'm pulling for him. That'd be awesome. All right, now here to the fun parts of the show. Right when uh, Travis showed up, yeah, uh, the face of the Revolution ladder match to get a brass ring <laughs> that looked like Sonic the Hedgehog's oh, ring. Man. Wow. Yeah, we had a uh, Max Caster, Lance Ar- Archer, uh, Pentala Zero Miedo, Cody Rhodes, uh, the debuting uh, All Ego Ethan Page, yep. and the winner of this match was Scorpio Sky, who I thought was going to win. What did you guys think of the match? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was good. I was rooting for Archer. Archer, ah, man, I just it, it's really hard for me to see him just sell such a, a a persona that he is going to be dominant force to be reckoned with in that ring, and just slam choke slam after choke slam, and then he's just almost there, and then they just decide, nah, not right now, and I get it. Build, 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 but I, I'm, I'm that fan that would just love to see that moment when the guy who you really don't want to see him get the title right away, but then does get the title. I want to see Archer with some gold around his waist. I mean, what? I mean, no offense. I don't know how much longer Jake's got with us, but it'd be really cool to see you know get that big old shine and grin on Jake's face, and for the fact that Jake. Did a DDT in there? I mean, come on. I was going to say, Jake took a bump tonight. It was was all right. Yeah. Took that short arm clothesline. That was all right. Yeah. That was pretty cool, man. Like, Jake to get in there. That's that's something, man. I like it. I like it. I'm the same thing. Uh, I've been high on on Archer since G1 Climax 2019 in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I, I was there, and he came out as the hometown boy, and the pop that he got from that crowd was absolutely insane and right then i fell in love with that dude followed him in new japan i was so happy when he came over to AEW. i was so happy i was ecstatic when he got jake as his manager uh 
And just to see him go on, like John said, that choke slam spree where he takes out every single opponent rapid fire one by one and then gets fed into a, a ladder spot where he's on his hands and knees for four and a half minutes uh, <laughs> waiting for a, uh, trying to sell. A couple of box keys. Yeah, yeah, it just, uh. it, it's, it's painful to see, man. And like, uh, you know, I, I I do understand you got to build, you got to build. You can't win, you can't win every time. But let him get him, let him get something, man. I mean, yeah, no. a win would be nice, you <laughs> yeah. know. That little gold inflatable pool toy, like <laughs> <laughs> we kept joking about Sonic too, like Sonic. saying if um one of them fell off the ladder, <laughs> as soon as they hit the ground, a bunch of coins come up. <laughs> Is that also? Do you think a, uh, a, a a little dig at Vince? Yeah, obviously. Oh, you gotta yeah. grab the brass ring, pal. <laughs> it's AEW. Everything's gonna be a dig at Vince. And Easily. What do they say? Up north, New York, Stanford. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I thought that was that was pretty comical. Could you imagine if Vince put in that effort to specifically go through NXT or WWE? Just to talk shit about Tony Khan. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. you you would think that's such a petty look on they his didn't part. Even, like, it, it, what's the word? They didn't even, yeah, acknowledge TNA. I know they did it for WCW back in the day, but like they never even like bothered. Sami Zayn dropped AEW's name on SmackDown. <laughs> that Corey Graves segment. <laughs> yeah, once I think, and that didn't go over well. Oh. And I think that was the last time they've. They've uh, dropped the the name, but AEW pretty much from the very beginning has been taking shots. Cody blowing up the throne with oh, the yeah. sledgehammer. I mean, they even made a figure of it now. So yeah, it's, it's I'm looking right at it. Yeah, it's right there. So, which is a great match, by the way. Yeah, it fucking was. great match. Yeah, it was. Um, no, I agree. I agree. I oh, man. I, I think we could get so long-winded into that. Honestly, I just... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy pretty soon here, too, that, like, on um, Wednesday nights, I won't be having to, like, split between watching two different things. Oh, yeah. And it'll help everybody. It'll help their own viewership for each respective show, because NXT is going to, like, Tuesdays. So I was like, thank yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, another night for freaking wrestling. But. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I'm all excited for that. But to, like, be able to have full focus on one show as opposed to the other. Yeah. There's a lot of times where I lose track of both. Yeah, the constant flipping back and forth for me. Kind I of disorienting. Set up. I know. You got the nice setup right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, almost a big show, but uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul White came out to um, announce the Hall of Fame signing, and it's Christian Cage, aka Atheist. <laughs> yeah, Atheist is all under, un, under the AEW branding. <laughs> yeah, he's known as Atheist. <laughs> it's the Catholic. <laughs> Don't red die. Don't red die. <laughs> But I'm pretty excited for him. It's pretty cool. I got my hopes up. I'm still holding on like Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. Oh, man. See, I was really hoping for uh, uh, Kurt Angle, RVD. But like you said, with all the WWE promotion stuff that he has coming out, not very likely. Uh, I'm really excited for Christian Cage, to be honest. Um, 
I saw a, a rumor or a speculation, I guess, earlier today, and I didn't think much of it, but I thought it would be cool, and seeing it come to fruition was, was nice. Um, yeah, Christian, um, I should have picked up on it. I, I The very first couple beats, it it you you don't hear that theme song very much, but I, I man, I've been in that Dale the, Oliver, uh, the the Christian Cage theme song. Yeah, it's by Dale Oliver. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen um, to it. Uh, I've been in the Impact Zone while that was playing, so I should have clued in. And then I knew I, it immediately. I was like, countdown and, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, same font, yeah. same design. Yeah, everything. good catch. I, and then as soon as I heard the riff, and I was like, "Oh man." That's cool. It's kind of cool. I mentioned to Dylan the fact that we're barely a month removed from the Rumble mm. where we saw Christian and Edge team up um, in probably, the, I mean, I would say it's their second biggest event of the year, at least for me. Yeah, it's definitely second. Um, but to see them t- uh, team up again and then a month later, boom, <laughs> AEW, he's all elite. What a way yeah. to take the momentum. Wow. And stuff. Right? Yeah. And like speculation. Because that. I thought we were going to get, like, Edge and Christian versus Usos and New Day finally, but it's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Now he'll just be known as the Blue Dot. (laughs) So. I'm excited for it, though. I think, like, a match with him and Kenny would be good. Well, think about it. You're going to have run-ins with Sting and Christian when they were Impact. You know, they're going to have that, you know, encounter again. Hey, remember us? Like, we had some really good stellar matches, so... (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how this turns out. This guy I followed. I don't know if you guys remember when Christian debuted in ECW. When I thought it would have been a picture perfect storyline for him to be, um, what was it Jeff Hardy's attacker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Behind all the attacks on Jeff, but it turned out to be Matt. But then Christian debuts a couple weeks later in ECW. Todd Grisham with so much excitement. He's like, "It's Christian." <laughs> <laughs> After like five years of being away. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got his moment tonight, though. Yeah, yeah. I was happy for him. I liked uh, him signing the contract and leaving it in the ring. Yeah. And I was cool. also thinking with the Rumble, that was his last real in-ring action because he took an RKO from Orton when Orton was going through Edge's family and friends. Yeah, uh, he took an RKO and I think a chair shot or something, um, and then he was out. And then yeah, came back at the Rumble. He put in a couple minutes, and then he's back. Yeah. Yeah. I saw another picture. It was like it wasn't a hug to welcome him back. It was a hug goodbye. Oh, <laughs> <him> and <laughs> Oh, that's rough. All right. After that, we had uh, some street fight action. Speaking of Sting, him and Darby Allen beat um, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Uh, Travis, I'll let you start with this. Um, I've been a little wash on the, the cinematic matches that we've seen up until this point. I liked the, uh, the Boneyard match. Uh, the Firefly Funhouse was a fucking acid trip. Like, <laughs> I have no words for that. <laughs> I don't even think I was on anything at that time. You love time. wrestling and you love drugs. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I don't even think I was tripping on anything when I was watching it. It reminds me of, like, Adult Swim. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, it just felt so like discombobulated and just disjointed. I guess. Um, I love this match. I really did. 
I thought the cinematic intros were good. I loved Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, Sting's in the truck listening to the radio, cranks it up, and you see Darby on the skateboard in the empty streets kind of trailing. It, it worked for him really well. I mean, I think it was shot really well, and especially on a billionaire's budget, I mean, it, yeah. it, it was very impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of the run-ins with uh, Will Hobbs and Taz's boy. Um, Hook. Hook. Yeah, I like that. Um, really like the beginning. Like, man, the retro old box TVs, the the theme song sang by the actual artist for mm-hmm. Darby, the masks. That was really fucking cool. Um, overall, man, it was really good. I just, I don't want to see Sting in the ring personally. That's just me. He doesn't need to prove anything. So if we have to go this route and get a match out of him every time this way, I will take it. I will totally take it, you know, keep him protected. He doesn't have anything to prove. He's a two time hall of famer. So probably I think he's a PWI hall of famer too. So if I remember right, probably he's in the Nebraska pro wrestling. Hall of Fame. I think he's also in the cauliflower as well. So, but yeah, I mean, either way, he has nothing to prove. So Just keep him far away from Seth Rollins. <laughs> yes, Seth, stay away, please. You know, I, I, uh, I was very hesitant on seeing Sting in the ring again when he first was came out. It was cool seeing him there, but at the same time, I did not want to see him wrestle. No. And it's not that I'm not a fan of him. It's just personal well-being yeah i mean i thought it should have happened back in like 2011 when they're doing like what was it two two twenty one eleven vignettes and i thought it was for sting but it was just for the undertaker returning yeah because yeah. at that time his contract was up with uh, tna and then i was like finally he's gonna come but it happened like four years too late and then undertaker didn't really want to work with him either yeah because of the age difference it's if he's gonna be in the ring i like that they do it cinematically because with the power of a computer you can edit all that together and he's not taking the bumps unless they're on camera he's not really working unless it's on camera I like where are you going cgi luke skywalker <laughs> well in the, uh, with the seat talking about cgi oh my god yeah, brian, <laughs> brian cage pulls up in that like what maserati or something <laughs> and it's all like a 2002 ps2 yeah, midnight cutscene. <laughs> really yeah. it looks like need for speed underground yeah. <laughs> man i did not like that let me ask after they blew the budget they're like oh shit we gotta pull something together yes yeah <laughs> shouldn't have took that bump damn it oh my god that how many did like... we blow through today 12 oh shit <laughs> what we got left <laughs> Well, I guess that wraps us up because we already touched on the main event exploding barbed wire death match where there wasn't really much exploding. <laughs> There's a couple of firecrackers. I mean, yeah. Yeah. there were some I, the some Roman candles. <laughs> I was the image I can't get out of my head is looking at that ring and seeing Eddie Kingston. Fucking saving Private Ryan style. I was gonna say, he's like jumping on a fucking grenade or something. Uh, Moxley's handcuffed, and I'm thinking something's gonna happen here for real. And then sparklers come out of the ring posts. That's, That's just 
awful. So awful, never, awful. Forgotten. Happy birthday, John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, right? Oh, man. Yeah, this, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I did like the homage to uh, Terry Funk yep. by Omega. And Moxley's uh, leather jacket. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, the flask, freaking taking a shot never seen that before oh, i thought that cool. was kind of cool he did it twice yeah. yeah nice touch man i really like that um although his jacket couldn't help remind me of <laughs> pain maker jacket <laughs> exactly um don Callis calling the shots and calling the moves that was pretty cool i i enjoyed listening to that given, no i loved him especially when he was in new japan doing commentary giving jr a break off of his ricola voice over there so <laughs> drink some moscow mules jr there you uh, go yeah. there you go sir heavy on the mister <laughs> um but yeah it was a good it was a good pay-per-view overall i dug it i'm an AEW guy so from what i saw i enjoyed it unfortunately yeah you I came was... for like the best matches well, <laughs> I, I got off work and I thought I'm going to take like a 30 minute nap and then three hours later. <laughs> yeah. No, what's even more dangerous is when you have to go in the morning and like you hit snooze. And you're like, I could take a little 10 minute quick nap and then you wake up and it's like an hour later. It's like, oh shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but, I'm going to um, try to do that. <laughs> yeah, let's put a bow on this, have some cake. Uh, thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Thanks. See ya. See ya.